0: Welcome to another episode of Just Another Basketball Pod, brought to you by Excuse the Noise. I'm Tom Craft, and join with me, as always, every week, Caleb Fogarty. Hello, hello, hello. And Jack Rawley. Fellas, how are we? Good, good, good. Just chilling here in Bathurst, almost making my way to Paul Macquarie in a couple of days, and I'm ready to get into some basketball. Caleb and Jack, how are you guys feeling after the weekend?
1: <laughs>
0: the less um, we say about that, the better. <laughs> yeah, a bit dusty. It was a, it
1: was a big one. Also, it's a morning morning recording session today. We mm. usually do night ones, so I've swapped out the beer for a coffee. Fingers oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> stop- crossed for I'll, I'll be able to get through the session without needing to take a shit. Yeah, that
2: that was my uh, game plan of not having a coffee yet, so I'm mm. feeling a bit slow. Smart move, Caleb. Yeah, I just didn't want to take a pod poop. Just didn't. Did, no one needs that <laughs> in our
1: our lives right now. I'm willing to uh, to break ground on the pod poop. I'm happy to do it. Uh, if I need to take my mic into the toilet at any point, I'm, I'll do it. Um, you'll,
0: you'll know it's 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 a pod poop when yeah. Caleb and I are just having small talk, just waiting yeah. for Jack to come back.
2: <laughs> Jack just doesn't talk for like five minutes.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, he really hasn't got much to say about this tape. Jeez,
1: Jack's voice is a lot more echoey now, is he? Like in a <laughs> piled room at all?
0: Oh, it's already started. Alrighty, boys. Let's get into some basketball, hey? This week on the pod, we are talking about dream matchups for the NBA finals and the playoffs. Uh, J- Jack and Caleb are going go to go uh, talk their way through the East and Western conferences and who they want to see match up for some absolute highlight streaking games. <laughs> <laughs> After that, going into the second half, we're going to continue on with our hot takes segment. We've got a few hot takes coming in. Uh, we've got we've been blowing up this week. People Quite love it, now. The people mm-hmm. bloody love it.
2: Everyone's got a take. That's the best thing about it. That's why we started a fucking podcast.
0: Um, so we'll be con- continuing on with that hearing from a few people in the public. Let's do this thing. Might keep that one in. <laughs> that's, the <set.
2: laughs> that's the. That's that's the new um, that's the new start for each segment. Now we get rid of the whistle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, boys. We're coming into the second half of the season, coming into the back end. You watch some games from the NBA and you just think, oh, yeah, these, you know who's going to win, you know who's going to lose. But then there are some games where you just go, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. And that is the mo- one of the most exciting things, I think, about viewing sport in general is what's going to happen and who is, who's going to perform, who's going to just show up, who's going to blast off into space. And I want to hear your boys' opinions on dream playoff matchups coming up for for the playoffs. Who you want to see go head-to-head into some raw action? What do you think, boys?
2: Mate, I love, we love it. We love raw action better, better than most. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, well, I think it kind of all started. Uh, if anyone really watched that uh, 76ers Cavs game, um, Jack and I were – texting throughout the, the game, just going like, this would be such a fun playoff series. Mm-hmm. Joellen bead's huge. The Cavs have got three really big dudes that can kinda of switch around him. James Harden has Isaac Okoro kind of annoying him around the perimeter. The shooting, there's defence. It'd just be a really fun series. And I think it's that time of the season two where you can kind of see where it's you're not it's not outrageous to start guessing where teams are gonna start landing. Some teams are going to be playing it much harder to get into certain positions, some teams are gonna be playing a lot less harder to get in certain positions. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting these last couple of month this last month or two.
0: What do you think, Jacko?
1: Yeah, I think just even the last few days you've had like what Milwaukee Suns, that was a that's a a rematch of last year and, and possibly a uh, another rematch in the finals this year. That was amazing to watch. Uh even like the Celtics Nets yesterday as well, that was fucking great. Mm. All, like it seems like every day there's a uh, a possible finals matchup happening, and it's exactly in what we expect. In that it's an amazing game, that's highly competitive, and it goes down the wire. And yeah, I I, I think it's uh yeah, as Caleb said, it's shedding light on uh, some possible matchups that we think would be fun to watch. And the the biggest takeaway I would say is that it's going to be a finals to remember this year
2: hundred percent, especially with how interrupted the last two playoffs have been. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be really interesting. All the teams are kind of
0: there. There's not really a front runner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I think that is the most accurate statement probably out of the (laughs) whole thing, Tom, is even the Suns who have ran away with it, like, call it controversial, but I can completely imagine a scenario where they fall into the first seed and then one of these other teams in the eighth seed might surprise them. Like, they're a machine, and it's probably, like, a 95% chance that they're going to win. But I just don't think there is... There's no... Yeah, there's no runaway team. There's no... There's
0: no no guarantee of a winner. Yeah, I don't...
2: Probably the Suns is the closest to a guarantee, but I can Mm. still... Wouldn't be
1: surprised if they lose somewhere along the way. There's enough doubt around them with, like, CP3 going down. You don't know how he's going to be when he comes back, if he's going to be able to play all the games they need to also some matchups that they have possibly in these finals are going to cause a bit of trouble for them as we saw last year with
0: Milwaukee alrighty boys let's go off uh, let's start off talking about conferences Caleb do you want to start off with where you think um, the Western Conference is going to end up so Jack and I have kind of gone back
2: and forth and we've settled on the list so we thought that the Suns will go first the Warriors second the Grizzlies third Mavs fourth Nuggets fifth, Jazz sixth, and then Minnesota and the Lakers rounding out the seven and eight spots.
1: So, although every day that like, the Lakers one's looking worse and worse, it Ooh. is looking worse and worse. Yeah. we'll quickly we talk about the plan before we move into it. Yeah, because like, I could totally see the Clippers making it.
0: Well, I, I yeah. like,
1: as we we both left them out, but like I could totally see that happening. Well, one of my dream matchups is
2: that the Lakers and the Clippers meet in. Just a one off game play in, like for the yeah. final seed. That, that is we'll my absolute here. dream. And I think the storyline that no one's talking about right now that really needs to start getting some wind under it is that the Clippers are still winning games. Mm. So, what does that mean for Paul George and Kawhi? Because what happens if, if we get about 10 games out from the playoffs then we start hearing some rumblings like, oh, Kawhi Leonard's looking really good right now. He might come back. The Clippers are still looking really good. The planes just allowed that to happen. That yeah. storylines like that can eventuate. So man, imagine a plane game between LA Lakers, LA Clippers with all their stars. I think the Lakers yeah. would get demolished if Kawhi and PG are back, but Oh
1: yeah. If the if the Clippers had been healthy this entire time, they're not even they're they in the top three probably. But yeah, it yeah. just depends on do you have any news on the latest updates in regards to them being back? Um, I was
2: listening to the ma- uh, the mismatch yesterday And they were saying that There is yet to have been To the Kawhi thing Thanks Kawhi You're the reason I don't have Ben Simmons in my fantasy anymore Because <laughs> they released that damn fucking thing Saying oh he might be back And then about three weeks later After Dick teasing all of us Oh he's probably not going to be back But it's Kawhi You never know with that dude I've heard that he From what I've read And what I've listened to People are pretty much just like, it's Kawhi. They're saying he's not coming back, but they would not be surprised in the slightest if they're starting to win, if they're still around that playing in. You see him back. Paul George, I think, on the other hand, is a bit more interesting because I read somewhere that his actual injury, if he was playing baseball, he'd be done for almost two years. Oh, jeez. It's a really... Yeah, it's a really bad injury in other sports. It's the ligaments in his elbow... And worse, it's the ligaments in his shooting elbow. So, oh, yeah, right. Um, Yikes! I, I think it's one of those. I think it's actually probably more <laughs> likely Kawhi comes back before poor George if by mm. reading that stuff. Because
0: it's I, nothing that a shooting sleeve can't fix. <laughs> you know, yeah, get yeah, one of those Stark yeah. industry
1: shooting sleeves, and you. <laughs> you to
2: get it. But yeah, I'd um, well, Kawhi didn't even completely tear his ACL, didn't? He? It was only a partial
1: tear. Wasn't that the thing as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the Cl- the Clippers are still winning, and you know? I, depending on what, uh, how how the Lakers want to play on the day, like the Clippers could still win even without Kawhi and PG in, in a possible play-in game.
2: They just did. They just beat yeah. they fucking something yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: as as we will get into later, I think, uh, you can't really doubt a LeBron team, and I still th- yeah, as we we both agree, I still think they uh they make the
0: first round of the playoffs at least at least at least yeah Jacko do you want to talk about uh, where you guys landed with the Eastern Conference and then go into the play-ins
1: yeah so with the East we had the 76ers first uh, and Miami second I, just, I reckon those are interchangeable but that'll I th- almost definitely I think that'll be the top two uh, we had Milwaukee third Celtics fourth Chicago fifth uh, Cleveland at six and then Brooklyn and Raptors rounding out the seven and eight. Uh, yeah, the East is going to be pretty, pretty fun to watch. I think. I think this is a conference to watch this this playoff series.
2: Yeah, I. Um, I guess we should probably talk about where, why we landed with seventy sixes and heat. Because I think Jack landed at the heat one. Uh, I had the seventy sixes at one, and then we just kind of compromised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, I was. Very open that I was not really fa- a fan of the James Harden to the Sixers. i I'm so happy to eat my words with that. It was one of those things, I guess, that in my head I just couldn't. Just sometimes, just talent beats fit. Um, and yeah, it. And also, st- he looks so much more engaged. You, yeah. You you watch. There's a couple of TikToks of this dude for the ESPN that does courtside stuff, and um, he also has like a TikTok on the side. And he was talking about how watching James Harden warm up for the 76ers, it's the most engaged he's seen him all season. He's been, yeah. so,
1: Probably yeah. in the last few years.
2: Yeah, mm. he looks good, man. Mm. I don't think Embiid's going to get the uh, MVP anymore now that he's there because I think they just kind of won off each other. But that's <laughs> another discussion. But yeah, I when they were playing the Cavs in that last six minutes, it was like the Cavs were answering every bucket the 76ers had. It was just the 76ers just weren't missing as yeah. well.
1: The great thing about that closing seventy sixes lineup, I think I was talking about uh, this with you the other day. They've got like that set four, and then they've got this sit like of uh, Embiid, Harden, uh, Harrison. Who am I forgetting? Maxi. Maxi. Yeah. So Max, they've got that four, and then they've got this situational fifth piece that they can, you know, they can even bring in like a high-intensity defensive player or another scorer, whatever they need for the matchup that they're having that game. Like they've just got the answer for it at the moment. Yeah. And, yeah, there's not a lot of teams when you get late into the playoffs that have just, like, an answer for everything. And I think the 76ers are kind of there. Yeah, and the
2: Ben Simmons factor that he's gone now, when you play Thibel in that starting five now, you can put place him around the baseline. Because Joel Embiid this season has become a really, really good three-point shooter. He's always been all right. Yeah. But this year he's become, pr- like, insanely good. Now you can place Thibel on the baseline. Yeah, on your defense, and he's, he's, a, good, on your he's a great cutter. Boomers he's fans, a great cutter. No, he's a great cutter. He is a great cutter. And so he's just sitting on the baseline, whether it be out on the three-point baseline, corner three, or around the dunkers area. You can place him there. You've got these three, four other shooters. Max, he's improved as a shooter. Yeah, it's working really well. I'm yeah. very happy to eat my words because it's fun to watch. And Yeah, yeah.
1: They are, it's whenever it's – if it's a close game – uh for the rest of the season. And the, it's 76ers in the last, like, seven, eight minutes of game. Just turn it on because it's, it's going to be fun. And
2: when was the last time you could say that about the 76ers? Last exactly. year, that was yeah. their big thing. Last yeah. three minutes, they're going to choke. They're going to yeah. cop. They have nothing. Now they got James Harden, and it's also freed up Joel and B to do stuff as well. So now they've got mm. two options, and Maxi's killing it. Yeah, yeah it's a, di- a completely different team to last year, and it's working really well.
1: The only reason I had Miami ahead of them when I made my bracket was because they're currently three games ahead. And I just think yeah, three games at this point in the season, it's a bit hard to recover from. But that being said, I think the 76ers could do it, which is why I was happy to put them first.
2: Miami's roster is very short as well and still yeah, struggling exactly. with injuries. Yeah. And that's where I could think the three games could be made up, especially with that Miami being a y- older roster. Yeah, for sure. They might want to rest some people. Yeah.
1: Plus, depending on how the how the bracket ends up, you might even want to be second instead of first honestly oh uh, depends where Brooklyn is I'd be yeah, the, yeah that's you want to be avoiding Brooklyn like but uh, yeah. I know we have them seventh but they are one and five since the break and just can't seem to win games and with a they've, got, they've still got games that Kyrie can't play uh, their Ross is changing literally every game so uh, who knows They could. It, I still think they, they make the playoffs but I, whether they be seven or eight is to be determined
0: Mm. Let's talk about the play-ins for the East. Who do you reckon's um, potential to um, do well in the play-ins?
1: I think the teams that are currently in the play-in position right now are going to be the play-in teams. I just think Washington's got too much ground to cover without the right sort of pieces at the moment. I'm still assuming Chris Stapps misses a few more games to the end of the year. Although, it can't, did you guys watch the Washington game the other day? He looked all
0: right. He looks pretty good for his. It was his debut game, was it? Yeah, yeah. He looked yeah. alright. Uh, Nick's falling apart, and then
1: the other teams are obviously just out of it. So I think the the playing teams right now are, as it stands, where it's Raptors, Hornets, Nets, and Hawks. I think that's solidified. And then I I don't know. I I think it'll be entertaining games, but I think it's pretty set. Like I I just think the the Raptors and the Nets are gonna come out of that. They're, they're obviously the better teams in those situations. And yeah, I I think that's pretty clear cut. But they will be fun games. Look, I' gonna be honest
2: here. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cavs drop. Jared Allen's out now, um. So I wouldn't be surprised if a Toronto or a Brooklyn jumps us. But in saying that, if we do drop, I'm not scared of a Hawks or a Hornets. Yeah. I think pretty much the eight is set. Like y- you got the one game, which is like which adds to the. The stress, I guess, that you could blow it, but yeah, I, I, I don't see see the the lower in teams beating anyone in the top eight right now. They're just yeah, exactly too inconsistent. But that's the thing with the Hawks and the Hornets right now; they'll give you three shit games and then they'll give you two exactly. that look like yeah. the best teams in the NBA sometimes. So yeah. you don't you,
0: know.
1: You, you just got to get lucky once or in the playing case twice, especially exactly. if you're Atlanta and Hornets. Like, and they can do it. So. Yeah,
2: I think the hard thing though is those two teams would have to go to either a Cle- Aside from Brooklyn, they would have to go to a Cleveland or a Toronto, where both Cleveland and Toronto have really good home court advantages.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the mm-hmm. thing that that kind of buggers uh, those teams, especially like they both got pretty
0: bad road road uh, records, so it's not looking good for them. Let's go back to the West and let's talk about who to watch. For the dream matchups in the West, who do you guys want to see go head to head, and who do you who do you think you will see coming into the playoffs for the West? Well, I think the
2: absolute dream matchup for me on the West is the Mavs Nuggets. Um, yeah. Recently, Jack and I were saying about the other night how uh, we felt like we'll finally write write about a take because Zach Lowder spoke about it on his pod about the Mavs. <laughs> And they were saying the exact same things as us, which we were like, we're killing it, guys. We're yeah. doing something right.
1: Exactly what they're saying.
2: You're usually right. Yeah, exactly. So we gave ourselves a bit of a pat on the back about that one. But, um, yeah, man, I reckon the Mavs and Nuggets would be really fun. Mavs, we were talking about all last week about how they really want to play small, but they also want to play slow, which is a really weird combination. Yeah. Um, they're dead last in the league in pace. That's been made out a lot in the last week about how they've been, you're never going to speed them up. And then you just got to watch the Nuggets yesterday. Nikola Jokic, fucking what was God. It, 20, 25 well,
1: points in that last quarter. It's probably the best performance I've seen all year. It Easy. was just unreal. Yeah, unreal. He got me sure.
2: 120 points in fantasy. Jesus. Ooh. And, oh, he's just, It was. it's not a coming out party because everyone knows how good Jokic is, but I don't think people still see him as, everyone just sees him as the passer, I feel like. That was like, even for me, I was just like, man, this dude's a bucket. Yeah. He does not fucking miss. Just give him the ball and he just goes. It was just... They they, yeah. they could do nothing to stop him. It was ridiculous. It's crazy
1: to think that an MVP could, go, could fly under the radar for, like, periods of time throughout the season and then you just games like that, you're just like, holy... You were you reminded Nikola Jokic is a fucking beast and oh. one of, if not the best player in the NBA today. Yeah. Oh, I... Think it's like just look at the team
2: around him right now. He doesn't have Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. They're coming fifth, and he's just carrying them. He's just so good. And then seeing him do it against the, if we get to see them do it against the Mavs, it would be two European players who set their own pace. The whole they are the universe to both their own teams. And yeah, I just think that'd be so much fun. And also, I actually kind of enjoy watching players whine sometimes because it's just like funny to me just you see you see like a nothing foul and then they're crying about it. You're just like oh my fucking god just
0: yeah <laughs> you just yeah, that's, a bit, that's yeah. a bit of drama that's you know. a bit of reality tv sort of sparse it up yeah you know i just mean?
2: yeah i think and i think the yeah i think whoever wins that because the way we've got the seeding, they'd have to then play the suns and lakers i reckon the mavs and the nuggets could beat the suns
1: yeah i i, I agree i think they're both mm. More so the Nuggets and the Mavs. But, yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare matchup for the Suns, mm. for sure. I think one of my dream matchups is in the West, and we've we've actually got it seated this way, surprisingly. Uh, or not surprisingly, just luckily, I guess. Uh, Grizzlies-Jazz, that's going to be a fucking great series. Oh, good Lord. Because I've heard this on a couple different podcasts, and I agree with it. Uh, it's, it this is the last season for the Jazz. It's do or die. Especially with all the rumors of their stars not uh, meshing well together personally. Uh, And how many close calls I've had in previous years of their finals runs. Yeah, this is it. And that is going to be a great series. Mitchell and and Jar going up against each other. What are your thoughts on that one?
2: Um, I think Sammy Baker would have it absolutely circled because I know that uh, Donovan Mitchell would be a name that he'd be hoping would come to the Knicks if that was to happen. Ooh. Um. Yeah, Mr. New York native. No, I reckon that'd be really good. I actually think the Grizzlies are kind of in the stage where the Jazz were a couple of years ago. Where yeah. they're a young team, got some great continuity, really good depth, and yeah. So I feel like the Jazz are almost kind of looking at looking at themselves in the mirror. Like Rudy Go- Gobert won't get played off the court because the Grizzlies. I know the stats don't really show it up, but the Grizzlies really rely on Stephen Adams in um, to really help with those ball screens and just oh, yeah. he's such a leader on that team. So you're going to see him on the court, so then Rudy Gobert will be there. So, like, yeah, it'll be... I just can't believe I just quoted Stephen Adams as an important part of a, of a team for a <laughs> fucking playoff thing. In the year like,
1: of our Lord, 2022. 20, mate, I'll
2: take it. Oh, that's, that's, that's the thing about Just Another Basketball Pod. We care about the... Uh, the no-name guys sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a great series as well. I think no matter what, um, they're, both, they're both extremely composed teams, but also teams that are going to give it their all. So I think it's going to be a really, really exciting matchup that'll go down to the... If it happens, it'll go down to the line. Oh, sure. yeah, that, that's yeah. a
2: seven-game series for yeah. sure. Seven. Oh, and just watching... I just want to see a scenario where Donovan Mitchell and Ja Morant are just trading buckets. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Just, it would be awesome. And it a massive person for the Jazz that they need relying on is Jordan Clarks, and that dude has found no consistency this year, and it's re- reflected in how the Jazz have played. When mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell was out and when Rudy Gobert's out, they really needed that third scorer. And they don't have Joe Ingles, which
1: I Ingles just, was a good playoff basketball player. Yeah, And he,
2: he wasn't going to play, but the guy that they traded him for, Nicole Alexander-Walker, is he going to play much in the playoffs? No. Yeah. Is he going to help them much with... Veteran, he's not even a veteran, but is he going to help him much off the court?
1: No. Yeah. I just that trade doesn't help him this year at all.
2: Yeah. I I don't understand (coughs) if you're, if everyone in NBA circles is noticing that this is probably a do or die season for you guys, I don't understand why you're trading for someone in the future where Joe Ingles, you can just sit him there and he will help. He'd be the one patting Rudy on the back when Rudy's getting stressed easing tensions I I just don't see if they're going to use Nicole Alexander Walker I'm happy to eat my words and I'm wrong but I don't see them using him so I don't understand what was the point in that trade right now
0: beautiful is there any other other matchups any other dream matchups that you guys are ah, kicking yourselves to see
2: I did just want to say though and probably people are going to go what the fuck and I think you two might go what the fuck I would not be surprised if the Lakers beat the Suns. Excuse me.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm. 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 What the fuck in that one for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm. What are you talking? Are you talking about a playoff series or are you talking about a one-off game?
2: I'm talking about a
0: playoff series. You're. Uh, to quote Jack Crawley, you got rocks in your head, man. <laughs> yeah, that's huge.
1: That's huge. Rocks in your head vibes. Just Just, just vibes. hear
2: me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. There's. There's a couple of checklists that we have to go through first before it happens ad has to be healthy that is the number one thing in this he needs to be there because they would have beaten the suns last year i don't care what anyone says lakers would have beat the suns last year if anthony davis was healthy and that is the biggest asterisk of them all putting going if AD's healthy that dude has only played over 70 games twice in his 10-year career so relying on him to be healthy is ridiculous but in saying that, if you go into that Suns Lake, what's the number one thing in playoffs, Jack? That people say, they say if you have the best player, you're more, you're most likely to come out and win that series. Am I right? Yep. The Lakers probably, when healthy, have the two best players in that series.
1: Fair. My thing about the Lakers is they just haven't had the consistency at all this they year. They haven't. They haven't. And they and, have. Yeah. Their roster is poo poo apart from those two players. Oh. Absolute poo poo.
2: Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to win. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying, but I'm saying I would not be surprised if that series is a lot closer than what people think, and that the Lakers might pull an upset, because I think LeBron's going to have a massive like, massive chip on his shoulder. Going, we should have beaten these guys last year. You just need to give him a chance.
0: Just need to give them a chance. You're doing. You're pulling a classic. On paper, theoretically, this is this is how it's going to pan out. But then in actual practice, it doesn't. Yeah, in uh, actual, That's what's going on.
2: In actual yeah. practice, they got Russell Westbrook. And we'll get into the whole dynamic of that team a bit later with um, I've Got a Take, because so we've got some really interesting stuff that we've gotten um, over the week about the Lakers. But just from... Yeah, they, they don't pass the eye test. They're very frustrating. They're very inconsistent. But I still maintain, in you know, a seven-game series, if LeBron James is playing the way LeBron James is playing now... I I trust him Mm.
0: Alright boys Let's go through the rounds For the West Are you ready? Yes sir Ready 2022 Playoff series NBA Western Conference Number 1 Suns Versus Lakers Caleb Suns in 6 Suns in 6 Jacko Suns in 5 Woo No argument there Suns the winner all righty, Mavs versus Nuggets. Nugs in seven. It goes seven, but I think...
1: Ah, yeah, all right, Nugs in seven, Nugs in seven. It's going to be fucking good but I can see mm. Luca pulling
0: out his ass. Nugs in seven, beautiful. Grizzlies versus Jazz. This is tight, this is tight. Grizzlies in five. Ooh. I'm going to say Grizzlies in six. Nice
1: And then I think The Jazz blow it up This off season.
2: You see
0: Jazz You
2: see uh, Rudy Gobert In a Mavs jersey Starting next year
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: And uh, last for the first round Warriors versus Minnesota
2: Now we didn't talk about this
1: Is this the first Minnesota Playoff appearance In however many years I don't know I don't. Uh, it was the Jimmy
2: Butler year And then They might as well be the Kings I'm sorry Yeah yeah. <laughs> no, I think the Warriors are going to win. But there's a lot of Keon Looney, and I'm yeah. interested to see how Cat goes with it. You'd have to think Cat eats him alive. But I also think that if Draymond's healthy, he absolutely eats Cat alive in terms of yeah. the mental part of the game.
1: Yeah, I think... It- the whole, the entirety of the Warriors' playoff experience this season will come down to how healthy Draymond, Draymond Green, is for sure. Yeah. Um, well, don't think, think they. Yeah. I think they beat Minnesota either way, and it just it will yes. depend if Draymond's healthy. That's for nothing. I reckon. I yeah, reckon same. Minnesota win a game.
2: I'm gonna give Minnesota one game, but it's not with much confidence.
1: I'll give Minnesota one game as well, just because yeah, just because of the uh, the the. Injury risk, I would say. But,
0: yeah. Warriors coming out. In five. Pretty crazy, I think. Yeah. Alrighty, so we'll have the Suns versus the Nuggets in the second round. Which would be yeah. a great series. That's... Yeah, shoot that into my veins.
2: I don't know, because I can... if The Nuggets are healthy. Like, I, I know I'm really bagging on the Suns this podcast. I don't... I just wow. I just think they're they're a machine and they're really, really good. I just... I don't know. Is it Plus, sort of, yeah. um,
1: for you the vibes of that was it 2016 Hawks where they're just this gun regular season team but then the playoffs not get it done
2: well they got to the finals so that's obviously yeah. incorrect I just I don't know I feel like I think we said on the pod recently that last year's finals it wasn't a fluke but it was just a lot of good things to happen for them to they weren't ready for it but then they made it and they mm-hmm. got there and a lot of things fell that way whether it be the Lakers injuries and then they versus the Nuggets who were missing people and then the Clippers somehow beat the Jazz and they were missing people and it just worked out, and full credit to them. You beat you beat the opposition that is in front of you, and that made, just did
0: a Bradbury sort of Stephen Bradbury type thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, there you go. Except, <laughs> <laughs> but this year they've been absolutely unreal. They've been the best team in the league for, through the most consistent, most best team in the league. I just got this feeling that their magic juices were used last year. If that makes sense,
1: I think and I'll make one, the conference. Are you finals. saying that one team? It, they've used up all their luck.
2: Yeah. Oh, look, you can't really say no. I just really like the Nuggets, and I really... I, get, I just think in most series they play, they don't have the best player. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. And as we said before, the, the best player usually gets it done. Imagine how incredible it will be if Jokic just pulls that team to the finals. I, it, that's... If Jokic gets it done this season, it'll be Dirk 2011. Sort of historic vibe. Like this player is getting it done all on his own. I I think it's more
2: reminiscent of the uh, Lebron Cavs, um, yeah, early sure. early the two thousand sure. yeah the because like they're around the same age. Yeah, I just really like. I just I just don't see anyone beating Jokic. He's just just stopped watching him yesterday. It's probably recency bias. I reckon the Suns in seven. I'll go the Suns will win, but I reckon the Nugs will absolutely push them to the line. I think
1: in this matchup. It sucks because I love Chris Paul. I think uh, I would love to see the Nuggets win, but I think the Suns get it done in six just because of uh, the fact that their Ross is a bit deeper. more Deeper than the Nuggets. Yeah, well, yeah. Jamal Murray
2: yeah. comes back and looks really, really good. I might actually lean to that side, yeah. but ACL injuries are typically a two-year injury, one year. Yeah, to I'm get not, back on the court and then a year to recover.
1: I'm operating off, even if he's back, he's not, he's not ready yet.
0: And yeah. that is kind of, it will have minimal impact. I think the Suns would probably take it over the Nuggets. But again, a close matchup. Yeah, I agree. All right, and the last one for the second round for the Western Conference we have the Warriors versus the Grizz. Warriors will win by, I'm going to say, six. Pretty confident with Alan Caleb. Jacko?
1: Oh, I could be pretty cool if Grizzlies won, but. Oh, it would I'd, be pretty cool!
0: I would be over the fucking moon of the Grizzlies. Yeah, How good would a
2: Suns Grizzly series be? Mate, that's doing things to me.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> like can they yeah. be the Warriors?
1: No, I think really? I think the Warriors get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, probably in six. I say the Warriors in six. Did you say the Warriors in six? Yeah, Warriors in yeah, six. Warriors in
0: six. Western Conference Finals: Suns versus Warriors
2: oh this is a very I'm really excited just thinking about this series I think that's the main reason why I picked the um, Suns over the Nuggets is because I just really like the Warriors the Warriors Suns would just be so much fun I think the Suns win 7
1: oh it's going to be tough
2: it'll be very tough just I how see, the, the Warriors yeah. have given me no well, recent like in the last yeah two thirds of the season the Warriors haven't given me much things to hope for
1: pretty much since January they've kind of struggled a bit Plateaued.
0: They're two very different I don't know if teams. I can... I don't, oh, I, they yeah, are. Yeah. They're
1: sure. so different. Mm. They're so different. All right, let's go. I think Steph wins a game just by going off. I think he'll pop mm. off, but I also think there's a good chance he probably shoots him out of a game as well. He he, t- he he can do that in the playoff. He can shoot pretty poorly for one game, and they just kind of lose off the back of that. That's happened mm. pretty much every year they've been in the finals. Are we willing to say Clay has a pop-off game?
2: Yeah. Well it's Clay Thompson. He's done yeah. it enough. Oh, but, gonna be, yeah. yeah, He's there not in sh- he's not
1: in his shit hot Clay Thompson form yet, but I I can I can see it happening. The Suns stats, the the, the
2: thing about the Suns though they've got some pretty
1: good defenders that they can yeah. kinda rotate. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, for all you could say about the, the Warriors players having like kinda like winning a game off the back of that, you could equally say that for the Suns players as well especially if Chris is back in fine form mate he is a great clutch player mm. he's ha- he's he's shown time time again in the playoffs that he can win a game he might he might not be healthy for the next series but he can win a series himself
0: i'm going to say the suns in 7 i think as yeah. well i think that the warriors are a bit too sporadic um, and that it works against against certain teams and it works it can work over like you know a 7 game period yeah but the Suns is just super super consistent and super grounded, I find, compared yeah. to a team like the Warriors who are like, let's get on a hot run, hot run, hot run, let's yeah. get 30 points ahead. If that doesn't work out for them, then it, again, and, and, and it, it's more unlikely for that to happen against a team like the Suns, then I find that the Warriors just have a, a lower chance of winning. But if they do just get that, it's, it's whether they get they, they get these hot streaks or not yeah. and, and how long they maintain it. I think is whether it determines whether they're going to win.
1: I think this series more than any other series that we've talked about so far in the West, it's going to be determined by momentum more than anything mm. else. Yeah, whether that be personal narratives or you know home court advantage or specific player hot streaks, it's that's going to be the, the determining factor in this series. For how l- how
2: long has it been though since we said the Warriors aren't consistent?
1: Well. It's just this—the end of this season. It's like been yeah, since just, January. Since January, they've just kind of—I wouldn't say fallen off a cliff, but they'll have games where they have fallen off a cliff. Whereas the Suns have given us no reason mm. in the last what two seasons that they shouldn't win this series. They're just so consistent.
2: And I will say as well, we've been saying that the um the Suns in any series they don't have the best player. Aside from Steph, the Suns have then got the next probably three best players. Yeah. Which they don't really have even in any other series, I feel like. Oh, the Nuggets, yeah. But more so in this one. Um, and our favourite player in the pod, DeAndre Ayton, he'll absolutely smash Keon Looney. Uh, that centre position is concerning. as Keon Looney's a, a good player. I think no one's really said that on a pod before, so you're welcome. But...
0: <laughs> Looking at the little guy,
2: he's a good player. He's just—I don't think he's a starting center. And Jake—and if anyone thinks James Wiseman's going to come in and do anything, you're kidding yourself right now. He oh, hasn't yeah. played all—he hasn't played all year. I was high on him in the draft. We'll talk about him later. Um, but yeah, I, if you're banking on him coming in to
1: change things, you're—you're kidding yourself. I think. I okay. agree. So the Suns make it out of the West.
0: That's I say what, Suns in seven. Just another basketball prediction. <laughs> so, sons have gone national. Alright. Let's talk east. This is gonna be this is gonna be tight. Mate, this that is one be hard. that one was long. This one's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get straight into it. Seventy sixes versus the Raptors. Seventy sixes and four. Yep. Same. Easy done. You wanna elaborate or it, it no no need. It's pretty obvious. Ra- the Raptors, Raptors are just, um Yeah. They just don't have
1: the the uh Artillery to handle it. I think. Yeah. No. Maybe they can. Smoked. Maybe they can sneak a game in.
2: Their center. No. Nah, I
1: think just who they have got at center. Yeah. Is just. Is enough.
2: Is. It, yeah. yeah. Joe you'd Allen have, B, You'd just, have to yeah. catch
1: the 76ers on a really bad night
2: to lose. Mm. I. They lose. Yeah. I reckon you might even see um, Scotty Barnes
1: lace up, uh, defended center. Yeah. Sure. Good call. Good call. For sure. They've just, they've, they have no answer to Embiid. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's the only person I can think of that would give him any sort of... I don't even think it would do much. I don't even know if you do it because you, you don't want to ruin Scotty Barnes' confidence. Yeah. But he's the best defender. And mm-hmm. if I'm banking on a player to not show
1: up, it's James Harden. So I'd be chucking Scotty yeah. on Joel. I think the tactic you're going to see against the 76ers this playoff series is just letting Embiid get everything he wants and just trying to attack every other player in that team and hopefully Embiid tires out as they've seen in other years in the playoffs he just eventually gets exhausted he's got less load Celtics versus Chicago this is an interesting one this This is a great matchup especially polar opposite yeah and I'm sure I'm I'm almost certain that Chicago will be fully healthy by the time this series rolls around so this is going to be fucking crackers mate it's gonna be such a good series i want to say chicago just to a piss off jack
2: but also <laughs> it's been funny because jack and i have been so off chicago from the start of the season we were the two people that mm. were just like this is not gonna work yeah, yeah. and we've just been a running so, gun team. so wrong it's the Vucevic part of it that concerns me yeah because robert williams will just outrun him
1: rob and uh i know al's, ha- al's old. And has had some bad years. But he's in really good form right now. Really good Nick. He's been uh, a big part as to why the Celtics have had such good defense. A a lot of people forget Al completely shut down Joel a few years ago in the playoffs. He's really good at shutting down big men in the playoffs. And I think the combination of him and Rob just completely negate anything in the Chicago front court. Mm. That isn't DeMar mid-range. So I think the Celtics get it done. I also just think... They have the best players in this series. Two of the three best players in the series. I think mean, the Celtics got it done in six, but it's going to be a close series. I reckon Chicago in six.
2: Ooh. Mm. They need their players back, though, for that to happen. I just think Lonzo and Caruso, the fact that the Celtics want to slow down and just play one out between Tatum and Brown, yes, that's going to work, but when you have two insanely good perimeter defenders in both, Caruso and Lonzo, that really is going to hurt the Celtics because they're yep. going to get hounded more than what they would in another series against lesser defenders.
0: Mm.
2: So I, I'll take Chicago in six.
1: How do we do this? We'll we, take can do jacks. Both. We, we can, no, take, no, no, we can no, do both. We, no, we'll take two separate lines. We will, yeah. we,
2: no, we can take yeah. Jax because the thing with my reasoning is that the two players that I am basing my opinion off have to be healthy. And there's more chance that they won't be healthy
0: than they will be healthy, I think. So you're happy to go with... I'm have, I'm happy in a, a realistic situation, you're happy to go with the Celtics?
2: Just from, I guess, a probability standpoint that right. they will have their players, I'll go with Jack Celtics. But I do think Chicago will win if they have both ones on Caruso back playing at a high level.
1: Yeah. The thing that really... Um is a worry for the Celtics is they are not a deep team especially in the in the backcourt. They're going to have to play their like top six pretty much the entire game. Mm. They can't play Peyton Pritchard in the playoffs. Neesmith can be an answer for like what 10 15 minutes a game, but he's still hurt I think and it doesn't look good for him coming back and he was he was getting all Pritchard's minutes and Pritchard is going to get killed in the playoffs. So he he can't He's going to get eaten alive, especially against Chicago. But I still think they have the staff out to get done. In later series, especially against like other teams that we'll talk about eventually, um, they're a bit fucked in terms of depth. Yeah. I, I still think they'll win, though, but yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Milwaukee versus Cleveland. This
1: happened a week ago. This probably would have been the hardest one. But yeah. the, Allen, the Allen thing has really fucked them up, especially the indefinite yeah. timeline of it. Do you think he plays the end the season, Caleb? The fact that they've said indefinite, no, I don't.
2: That yeah that's,
1: that's a big red mark through the through the Cavs this season. Oh, and dude, we haven't
2: looked good in a couple of weeks at all.
1: Yeah, like
2: yeah. it hasn't been a nice couple of weeks for the Cavs. Mm. And Darius Garland's back's a bit too. uh. We are deeper though. Our depth is really getting tested right now. But I don't see it. We I don't see us being Milwaukee. Nah, no. The, the, the only teams I see the Cavs beating in the first round is either a Chicago or a Celtics, just because of in the sense that the matchups. The matchups, and there's not much of a disparity between the really good and best players. Whereas you've got like the 76ers and the Milwaukee Bucks, who have got James Harden and Joel Embiid, and then you've got Giannis, who are just three players that are completely on other tiers in terms mm-hmm. of capabilities. And the Celtics probably got the closest to that with Jay, with um Jason Tatum, but I think if you're betting on someone having a bad night, out of those guys, it's probably Jason. Um, okay. no offense, Jack, I'm not trying to be a Jason hater. Sorry, mate. Yeah, We've but
1: the fans of the fans actually a bit of fun. The fans have spoken up about that on our Instagram story. <laughs> 78% of fans would rather Tatum than Mobley. 78%.
2: And I reckon that 78% don't watch enough Mobley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, when we put up that post yesterday, I know Taysom had 50, but Mobley had equally as great a game. Yeah, the 20 and, and 18. Yeah, he yeah. stabbed the stuff sheet a lot more. Yeah.
2: Man, I I, I think we say on that pod, you could go either or with those dudes. Yeah. We don't need to go back into it. We don't want to yeah, argue yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I reckon Milwaukee will beat us in five. I reckon we might get a game. That's if Jared Allen comes back. Get Give these guys uh, some playoff experience. Yeah, I don't think that we need to talk about it too much. I think Milwaukee will beat Cleveland in general.
1: It really does suck because, especially in the All-Star game, you got to see a taste of how well Allen defends uh, Embiid, and I feel like he could have done a similar thing against Giannis. Mm. So it, it really is a bummer, but I think if you're a Cleveland fan, you just got to look at it from the perspective of this is kind of like a uh, a building year where oh. your, your death is going to get a lot of game time in... Some playoff moments and they're going to be better for it for sure it's all gravy everything's yeah. gravy no one
2: thought this team would even be here yeah just, yeah. just <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I said so, maybe playoff playing <laughs> I didn't yeah. think we'd be past that
1: there was yeah. no hope for Cleveland, although it's man. a bit of a bummer especially in this bracket bracket against I think out of all the teams in the playoff I would rather play pretty much anybody else in Milwaukee I'm that scared of Giannis I would never yeah. want to i never want to play Milwaukee so yeah. it's just a bit of a bummer.
2: Yeah, no, Milwaukee's not someone I want to touch and I don't see us I only see us going down like in terms yeah. of the The rest this, of this year. The rest of this year. Yeah. I don't see us going up. So yeah. Mm. Milwaukee in five, I reckon.
0: Uh, and last for the first round, Miami Heat and the Brooklyn Nets.
1: Let me just check the uh vaccination requirements in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I think Miami win this one just because uh, oh fuck I don't know actually KD can do it himself We've seen him do it before I was about to say I reckon I reckon Brooklyn It's it's rough KD's going to have to have Bam on him The entire game And Bam's a great defender
2: I reckon Bam would be good in form. I
1: reckon Bam That's be right in I completely forgot Simmons is on the team Oh fuck How much play time Do you reckon Simmons Gets before the playoffs
2: They reckon he'll be back Just after, after this 76ers
1: game Yeah. How many? How many? How many games does that give him? Let me have a quick look. It'll be about twenty. Not. Oh, I'll be about maybe fifteen. Do you think that's enough for him to be in? Yeah.
2: Decent I, form. I think he'll fit in seamlessly. The the big concern though is going to Miami and having to put up with a bunch of Miami dogs, just yelling yeah. at ya and having to talk shit. Yeah. I I nice do rank. Miami
1: has always been a great playoff team. I just I have too much
2: faith in KD. And yeah. as much as we want to give shit to Kyrie, that dude shows up in the playoffs most of the time. As long as he's not wearing a Celtics uniform, he shows up. So
1: yeah, I, what are I you actually saying re- Brooklyn and Brooklyn and how many six. I feel like Miami. I'm probably back in Miami more, but I'm willing to give you the Brooklyn one just because we got the Celtics one in earlier. Okay, so that's probably fair. And I do think it'll be a f- cracking series and really close.
2: And on top of that, I want to see Milwaukee Brooklyn again.
1: Yeah, same. Oh my god, talk about the the talk about dream matchups the second round that we have where it's 76ers, Celtics and Milwaukee, Brooklyn, that is like Unreal. years in the making of playoff series sort of vibes where there's so much rivalry between these, these four teams.
0: All right, going into the second round of playoffs, we are looking at 76ers versus Celtics.
2: Uh,
1: 76ers and s- six. Yeah. I think 76ers get it done. Um, I think they they get it done in seven, but... Yeah. And it, it'll just be Embiid. I think Embiid's too good now to be stopped by the defensive measures of the Celtics this season. There's too much
0: faith in Philly right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. back in the 76ers that one. Yep, same. Yeah. Dream. And Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. <laughs> I just want to see Brooklyn 76ers in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, <laughs> It will be that good. Would, that, would, that would be incredible. <laughs> I just this want is to the see thing. that.
1: If it's... If it's good, Ben Simmons again, Katie doesn't get hurt, Kyrie plays plays the series. Uh, I think Brooklyn get it done. Or, I'm gonna say Brooklyn. Know. Know. I'm, I'm happy Brooklyn. just for the the. Sort I'm of I'm, of I'm willing to say Brooklyn too, but I'm, fuck me, mate. I'm just not for our fantasy sort of time. Yeah, thing. I'm gonna because this is dream matchups,
2: and also I'm gonna say it's a Brooklyn seven games and a Kevin Durant toe
1: off the line scenario. Yeah, yeah. Oof. It's either yeah. Brooklyn seven games or like. Milwaukee in five. I um, actually that is the perfect way to say. I completely yeah. agree with that.
2: Yeah.
0: I completely agree with that. So we're gonna go Brooklyn? We'll go Brooklyn. Let's <laughs> take this thing into gear. Seventy sixes versus Brooklyn. For the conference finals. <laughs>
2: oh, I, I do. can we count as the winners? Does, does that count?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yes. say bah, Brooklyn. I'll say Brooklyn. Whoa. Jesus. I didn't I didn't think Brooklyn was gonna get out of the first round and now they're in the <laughs> in the fucking in the finals! I want 76ers to
2: win. That that's just a soft spot for me, though. If I'm yeah, honest, I'm, yeah. I would really like to see NBA
1: in the finals.
0: What do you I think, Tom? You're the you're the Philly. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely for Philly, man.
2: All right. So at the end of it, we think it's going to be a 76ers Suns finals.
0: Yeah, that would be pretty fun. It'd
2: be great. I'll yeah, take would be that. Great
0: fun. Yeah. And it'd be ha- I'd be
1: I'd actually I'd probably be more happy for the Suns to win than the 76ers Same. I I don't want to see James Harden win, if I'm honest, but I just <laughs> yeah I, I do want think to see him done, but three. The Suns CP3 3 yeah the Suns really can't handle Embiid they, they have no answer
2: hey we'll let see I don't know if we want need to pick a finals winner but yeah the the finals of a Sun 76ers finals that does that does things to me this whole
0: playoffs is gonna be sick yeah so we got in the finals Suns, the Suns versus the 76ers. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. We're going to be doing the segment, uh, weekly segment, I've Got a Hot Take. We had a, we, we blew up this week. We blew up this week. We have quite a few takes coming in um, and quite a few spicy ones at that. Uh, we're going to start with, we're going to go from the spice meter down. We're going to start with uh, Jeremy Irvine sent one in. So my NBA hot take is that
1: I still believe in the Los Angeles Lakers to be able to win a championship. I think they're still in a playoffs play-in spot, not playoff, and everyone's doubting them, the media, casual fans. But I've learned to never doubt LeBron over the years, and once Anthony Davis comes back, they're still a really good team. So,
0: thanks, Jeremy Irvine, for your take.
1: When I when uh, I rated it in hotness out of five.
0: I go three. Yeah, I I think a three is pretty. Uh, it's not yeah. an out there, take, but it, it's it's got a lot of volume to it. I think it's got it. You know, it 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 it, uh, it creates a sort of heat in your mouth. Yeah, you know, it's but a three. It's, yeah. it's a three
1: point five. If we're yeah. if we're on an episode of Hot Ones, this is kind of like a bit further on in the middle. Kind of where yeah. it
0: starts to get a bit spicy. It's you
2: you start to see
0: the sweat coming out. Yeah, you know I mean, this, for
2: sure. this ain't this ain't the bomb, but. It it's definitely um yeah no as as a sweet little pineapple-y taste to the to the heat yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Caleb what are your thoughts on this take I will we just spoke about it. I I agree with him completely that you don't count out LeBron I've seen enough I knew, I I saw him from a JR Smith brain explosion away from being the Warriors in Game One of the finals oh,
1: I still think about that again that is the best yeah. playoff. Experience. Uh, performance mm. I've ever seen mate it is
2: it still haunts me I had a nightmare about it last night, night. it still it still <laughs> haunts me that game but yeah it's yeah he's not wrong mm. AD's coming back it's just it's just so hard AD's injury status is just so hard to predict oh for sure I, well I you think it's what, eat, actually, it's easy to
1: predict he's gonna be hurt do you have a prediction <laughs> Jack you got a prediction I saw something today where it said um, if the Lakers miss the playoffs today AD will have missed uh, the playoffs in 6 of his 10 years and if you look at other guys who are really good in the league, Giannis has never missed the playoff if he's healthy. Neither is Jokic. Uh, this is on Simmons' podcast, apparently. I haven't listened to it yet. Eh, and then there yeah. were some comments like he's a floor, he's a floor, he's a ceiling raiser, not a floor raiser, which I think is yes. Yeah. Even if he does come back, yeah, we spoke a little bit about it before, but uh, their roster is complete shit without uh, excluding the two of them i can't see them when i'm i'm ready to roll them out for sure i think yeah. i'm ready to put a big red line through them
0: well let's look at where they're sitting right now they're ninth in the west uh 28 uh wins 35 losses they're 24th in offensive rating 17th in defensive rating and their net rating overall is 21st minus 2.0 <laughs> now caleb let's run through some hypothetical also some some uh sort of combos lineups that you have analyzed Take it away, man.
2: Yeah, well, shout out to um, big listener of the pod, Chris Vernon of The Miss- Mismatch. Um, he put me onto these uh, stats in terms of just how many minutes LeBron and AD have actually played together. They've only played together this season 546 minutes total, yeah, which there, is right. abs- absolutely nothing. And then when you compare it, so... LeBron and Russ together on the other hand Is played 1,116 minutes So more than double And that's got a minus 1.6 net rating So obviously it's not working And then when you actually put the stats Between LeBron, AD and Russ together They've only played 376 minutes Which is equivalent to 20 games So they haven't had much sample size either Their offensive rating when they were there Was 107.5 Their defensive rating was 110 and they posted a minus 2.5 net rating. So, I guess the, the answer is the trio hasn't meshed as well as they wanted, but also they haven't had the chance to try and figure out the kinks, I feel. So, Russ hasn't panned out. That is completely fair. I still maintain the sense that it could have worked out better if they had better pieces around it. Mm. But then again, when you're getting Russell Westbrook you know what his contract's like you're not going to be able to pick and choose how the rest of the team kind of looks around it yeah but yeah it's it's hard I I really want to trust LeBron he's older but in a playoff series I've seen him multiple times pull the teams like 2018 when the Cavs didn't have Kyrie and it was just him and Kevin Love and a bunch of role players he pulled us out of the abyss so many times Granted, the Cavs, that Cavs team was a much better team than this Lakers team. But this, also, this Lakers team has more stars than what we had. So, I don't know. I just It's a very hard one. I, I don't think we should be counting them out just purely because of LeBron and what LeBron and AD have done together.
0: Mm. But it's not looking great. Yeah. Well, let's look at um, LeBron himself for the season. He's averaging 29.4 points, and he's tied second in the league right now. And for someone who's playing in their 19th season, most points per game, that we've seen. The next is Kareem, and he's sitting on fourteen point six. So it's a, it's quite a significant. He, he's performing. Doubled it. He's, he's he's performing exceptionally well. Um, he's looking at uh, 6 assists, eight rebounds, fifty five percent field goal field goal percentage, and thirty five percent three point percentage. Now Westbrook is sitting on eighteen points, seven assists, seven rebounds, forty three percent field goal field field goal percentage. 3 point percentage what's the problem these are these are these are looking like good stats but why aren't they performing
1: I just don't think they mesh well together everybody knew they'd go in Um, and as Caleb said they haven't had a good run of games to mesh well I don't think they get that cohesion in these last 20 or so games I don't think they get it full of playoffs if Anthony Davis comes back at all I don't think it's going to bite him in the arse LeBron would have to drop fifty-six points every game. What did he shoot the other night against?
2: Oh, ridiculous! It, he was just he, out step, of his mind. Shooting
1: step-back threes. He shot fifty-four percent from three. He, he's going to have to score fifty points and shoot fifty-four percent from three every single game for four series mm. for them to make the for, me, for them to win the championship. I don't think that can happen. No, it's hard.
2: We we keep say, I I've said that I reckon they could push the Suns if everything goes right, but that also relies on. Anthony Davis playing well, Russell Westbrook falling into his role. I got a question for you boys. Actually, I was stumbling across it. Someone, I don't know who it was, but someone mentioned that they wouldn't be surprised if Russell Westbrook would even get a contract at the end of this one. Do you think, guys? Even think? Do you guys think he could at least even get a vet's minimum? Because I kind of feel like he's at the uh, Allen Iverson thing now, where it's just he's still averaging what is it, 18, seven and seven, and then the contract ends. He doesn't want to adjust, and he's. Just like that, he's done.
1: Just from little snippets of interviews and stuff, it, it comes across in a way where he's a bit delusional about his role, in a sense. And he's still a good player. I don't... Yeah, but I could see a world where he doesn't get another contract. Mm. It's
0: it's feasible. It might not be likely, but it's feasible.
1: What do you reckon, Tom?
0: I, I'm i agreeing with Jack. I think it's, it's possible. But I also think that it's, it's possible for him to get that contract as well I think it'd be it'd be a disappointment to see him end up like AI and I think a lot of people feel that way maybe
2: oh AI is my favourite player of all time and yeah. it's so sad knowing how it ended for him yeah
0: I, I think that Russ has a lot more well I, I mean AI had the respect and the credit deserved um, as well but I think that I think that Russ will I think he will at least get a vet contract so, yeah it's hard I I, I I think that he I think that he will banking but again as Jack said it is ex- it is extremely possible like it's it's it, you can't rule out that that would happen that that wouldn't happen to him so I
2: yeah he's just one of the only players I feel that has just refused to I just God you must be a stubborn person to just continue yeah. it's almost insanity to continue to do the same thing over and over and over again
1: yeah it, that's what I mean like it, it comes across a bit delusional Especially when you've got the perfect example of another previous All-Star, All-NBA, first ballot Hall of Famer and the, the team in Carmelo Anthony, who is a really good role player now. That could be Westbrook.
2: Yeah, and Melo fought against it for ages, and I'm sure yeah. Melo's the one going, like, dude, you just got to accept it. Just
1: Yeah. Blake Griffin's hey. interview with JJ Redick, whenever that was, a few months ago, talking about how he had to accept the role player role, and how hard it was, but you know it was the best thing for his career just needs a bit of that yeah take good i think that
2: they can come good i do think that i just think between lebron is the only person in that team that is reliable you yeah. can't rely on westbrook having his head screwed on and you can't rely on ad being on the floor you can oh actually scratch that you can like but you can rely on lebron and I, feel, and I don't care what people say. Coach Vogel is a good coach.
1: He is a good coach. Yeah, I agree. I'm
2: sit, I was so annoyed that he was getting penned with that blame. Coach Vogel's he's not the... The Lakers people, the Lakers supporting cast is just a bunch of names. So it's like someone that has gone to high school. Going to high school, you've seen all these people. You've seen all the jocks. You've seen all the cheerleaders. It's like in those American movies. And they're all like tens and like they're all... Pe- they're all peaked in high school. And then you go back to your Chris, uh, your high school reunion 10 years later. In the movie, they've gone back and they're seeing all the people that were all the peak people in high school. And now they've come in and they've looked at them and they're all just a shell of themselves. And that's what yep. it's like with Trevor Ariza right now, with Russell Westbrook. Mello's, he's doing okay for himself. Mello's doing okay. Dwight Howard. But they're, they're not the same players, but... Because they were a name at some stage. It's like Palenka is just like... And LeBron have gone... We're going to grab this guy. And it's really telling that the best role players for the Lakers... Are the people who didn't peak. They're the Stanley Johnsons of the world. and Like Monk. Yeah, Monk. Like these little people that haven't really done much... But they've come back now and... They know what they need to do. They're accepting of what they need to do. The mm-hmm. Lakers have just gone for names... And those names have just peaked. They're not the same people anymore. You're you're solely getting them because they were a name at some stage and you're trying to sell this fake illusion that they can still be the person that they were.
0: That's the definition of Lakers right now. How they're sitting right now, do you guys think they're going to make the playoffs? Yes.
1: I think it's like, let's say 60-40 right now.
0: But it's getting the, the odds are dropping every day. Thanks, Jeremy Irvine, for that take. We hope that we've sorted it out for you. Um, what, do we, what do we want to say as a definitive answer for the take? <laughs> Play, playoffs,
2: but if you're banking on AD or Westbrook to impact that, you're going to lose your money.
0: Yeah, straight up. Moving on to Big Kiwi YT coming in with a hot take about the Warriors. I'm not sure if this is a mild take or a hot take, but despite the Warriors losing the last four games and playing atrociously since the All Star break, I still believe the Golden State Warriors are going to win the NBA championship this year. Thank you for your take, big Kiwi YT. Look, we talked about this just earlier in the pod, and how the Warriors would come. We think that they would again. We talked about it, they would be very successful um, in the conference playoffs, but whether they make it to the NBA finals, Jacko, what do you think?
1: Um, I think they could definitely fuck. They could still win it all. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count out the Warriors. They've got too much experience on their roster, and it still fits together. Again, the only thing that we're counting out the Warriors with is just their injuries at the moment. It's all. It really is fringing on whether or not Draymond Green is healthy. It's all on that. I yeah, don't think. It's it's all on that. It's that's the deciding factor. How healthy is he going into the playoffs?
0: Let's talk about Spaso Meter. Where do you reckon this take is on the Spaso Meter?
2: Well. I accidentally realized the um last week. This this take reminded me last week. We were... Uh, listening back, we, when we were talking about the Dallas Mavericks, we were like, the only team that I think can beat the Dallas Mavericks are the Suns and the Nuggets. We didn't say the Warriors. And the more and more I thought about it, I was like, it was really weird we didn't say the Warriors, but the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I kind of lent to... Unless Draymond's playing, I don't see it going anywhere. Mm. He is... If you're going to try and doubt what that dude means to that team, you have, as Jack would say, rocks in your head. He is absolutely essential to that team. I guarantee you, if he was playing with Clay Thompson coming back, Clay Thompson would be playing better right now. Yeah, oh yeah. Just got to go listen to the um, JJ Reddick podcast with Jamon Green. He gave out this great little explanation about he is in charge of making sure everyone gets their shots. Because if he's not there, he knows that Clay is a chucker and he will chuck up a shot regardless of if it's a good shot, regardless, no matter what. And he's like, Steph will do the exact same thing. I have to be there to also be, to be counting. Clay's had a shot. Steph's had a shot. And, and Andrew Wiggins just had a shot. Now I need to get it to here to here. They have lost that since he's been yeah. gone.
1: Mm. He feels momentum in a game better than most people. He dictates an offense... He did take the entire game, very much like Chris Ball, like,
0: yeah. He is essential to what they do. Well, absolutely. This is a little um, side note, a side take, and shout out to Jacob Wayford for for sending this one in. Caleb and Jack, if you were current GMs on any top team, would you take, apart from Boston and Cleveland, which is ironic for the both of you, (laughs) who would you take, current Draymond Green or current Steph Curry? Because he said
2: he'd take current Draymond, this bloke, didn't he? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Jacob, Jacob, um, Way, Jacob Way would take current Draymond. And we're all talking a-, a big game right now about Draymond and where he fits oh. in as a role, uh, his role um, for the Warriors. Who would you take?
2: Oh, Steph. Yeah.
1: <laughs> in terms of spiceometer mate, this is up there. This is, no, is the bomb. This is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bomb. This Man, is the sound effects that... are kicking in. Chuck face, hot ones sort of vibe. Like yeah, but that yeah. doesn't
0: take away from Draymond's ability and and, and oh uh, no, his position in the team.
2: You can be the most important player on the team, but also not be the best player on the team.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: One of the the biggest uh, strength of Draymond, as we just said, is bringing out the best in his best players and. He would he would be, abs- absolutely he would be a great addition to pretty much every other team in the league. They'd all love him, but Steph Steph's a two-time MVP and was running, in the running for the MVP this year as well. Like, any team worth their salt would take Steph in a
0: heartbeat. Yeah. He's a top 10 greatest player of all time. You're yeah. not, not, <laughs> not going to take <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> Um, all right let's break down some of the Warriors stats. They're second in the West. They're 43 and 21. Offensive rating 10th, defensive rating first, and their net rating overall second. Um, now we've just talked just on the on the Draymond Green. Now he's missed 25 games. Before the injury they were 30 and 9, and since then they're 13 and 12. How do you guys how do you think his injury has impacted their team? The Warriors. St-
2: Steph has to rely on being more on a playmaker than a scorer. We've said it not numerous times. He's he's not the point guard on that. He's the point guard abbreviation like inverted commas. But Draymond's the one setting up things, sorting yeah. it out, pointing people. So yeah.
1: Steph's the point guard in name alone.
2: Yeah,
0: hundred percent. Mm. You've been quite vocal about that in the pod. Yeah, Caleb, hundred percent. Mm. You just
2: need to watch him. Draymond's really good at organising in the sense of the kick kick if you watch him standing there, he's pointing at people saying, you go over there, you go over there. He sees people with the ball. And then he, he's one of the only people in the NBA that I actually have noticed that points at the guy with the ball to pass it to another guy. That's not him without the ball. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's a coach. Literally the
2: he'll be sitting there and he'll be like, he'll see Steph in the corner and Wiggins will have the ball and go over there, corner, corner. And just like point straight over to the pass, Like he's, Looking at everything even when he's not meant to be doing anything. His yeah, court vision is, is something else. Oh, just he's just basketball mind is just ridiculous.
1: The, watching the Warriors without Draymond the last few weeks has been like you know, driving a car without an engine. It's mm. impossible. It's, they're missing the uh one of the most, if not the most important part of their offense and defence. And, re- yeah.
2: and it relates to Steph as well, because Steph... Is not open as anywhere near as much. He's not running off ball. All his shots are coming off the dribble. It's it, it has a and Steph's like to his credit without Draymond, Steph's still averaging twenty four point seven assists, five rebounds on forty four and thirty six shooting percent shooting splits. So he's but the thing is those shooting splits are the worst it's been, and this is the most time he's been without Draymond. So it shows how it happens that yeah. that. They're a championship team, but it solely re- relies on Draymond Green being healthy because he just. He's the engine,
1: as Jack said. Yeah, he's, exactly. the, engine. Yeah. he's the engine. Yeah, but to, to finish up on that Draymond over Steph thing, if they had no Steph, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. So I think that's, that,
0: that yeah. solves that. Oh, yeah. Big talk. Yeah. Let's go back to the NBA Finals. They're definitely making the conference playoffs, and we're pretty high on them making the conference finals. Where do you think they're going to finish? They could beat the Suns. They could. They
1: could win the championship. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, Woj tweeted this morning that he's back from the injury within seven to ten days. So, yeah, and Depending he was Depending on how really, he looks, yeah. they will, they will, I am I would almost lock it in that they'll make the conference finals given a healthy Draymond. And, yeah. I, uh, I would, I'll say this. I'll be looking at the, uh, odds for the championship. If they're, you know, I'm not, I think they're one of, you know, four teams that are legitimate legitimately going to win the championship this year yeah
0: i yeah i agree i, I agree that yeah they were my finals pick at the start of the year so yeah. they're, they're quite a strong team right um but then then again you say they're one of top a top four sort of in that caliber do you think making a move earlier in this season with any with any of the trade deadlines um or just shifting around team structure do you think that would have helped or do you think they're in the best possible position that they can be in.
1: They were probably in the best position they could have been in. Maybe. Kind of hard with their cap to fit in
2: anything. Yeah. I would have held... I think they made the right choice holding onto Kaminga.
0: Yeah,
2: for sure. I would have flipped Wiseman and Moody somehow.
1: Yeah. Maybe the... I don't know. Maybe the trade wasn't there. Although... Yeah. My Wiseman... are. Info was a bit lacking lately. I haven't really checked in on him that much this year, but I always remembered them being really, really high on him. Maybe they still think he can come good. Man, I was I'm high not a believer. I'm not was, a believer.
2: I was praying the Cavs went in the top three so it could get Wiseman once upon a time. I was so high on him. Mm. Don't, don't win them all, as <laughs> Bill Simmons says. Don't win them all. Yeah.
0: All right, and to finish off this chat, they're a great team. What do you think is going to be their one downfall that would that would prevent them? from winning an NBA championship this season.
1: Health and centre. Just in the bracket, the bracket that we had earlier, I think they do have a pretty good run
0: uh, in the playoffs
1: if they finish up how we predict. Mm-hmm. If they can avoid like a really, really dominant centre, like a Jokic, I think that'd be sweet. Pretty much avoid, avoid Jokic, and I reckon the Warriors run pretty far into the finals. And then just hope that the um, 76ers don't make it. Because their their front court's pretty
2: fucked, I think. Oh, game over if they versus Seventy Sixers, I reckon. Yeah, absolute. But that'd be a fun finals matchup as well. Watching Harden versus the
1: yeah for sure. Warriors again Even, as well. I think the absolute no no teams for them the verse Seventy Sixers, uh, Nuggets, Milwaukee. I would yeah. be
0: shit scared of all those teams to find the Warriors. All right, so to to finish up. Thank you so much, Big Kiwi YT, for sending in your take. Boys, also what's a f- great name. Yeah. Great name. What's the final statement that you guys want to make about the Warriors making the finals?
2: Completely doable. You
1: can't count out three time champions. I Dream. think the odds are with them at this stage. Good chance. I'd say good chance.
0: Good chance. Good chance and great take, Big Kiwi YT. And thank you very much, Jacob Way, for the side note. And again, thanks, Jeremy Irvine, for your take earlier. That was I've got a Take. Thanks for listening to Just Another Basketball Pod brought to you by Excuse the Noise. I'm Tom Craft. And joining with me, as always, every week, Caleb Fogarty. Thanks for that one, fellas. And Jack Rowley. Hey, (laughs) cheers. Tune in next week and give us your hot takes on Just Another Basketball Pod on Instagram. See you then.